good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry, which is sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Speak Life. Today is April 29th, 2022. Look, I have missed a whole day this week again like I really don't know but the first part of my week I guess because I was in tune to what I'm doing but yeah yesterday I didn't realize I was, well okay but that's my issue okay um I'm praying all is well with you beloved yes let's, let's give the first fruit of each day to the Lord and if we didn't do it today 24 hours started every second 24 hours started every second okay so yeah, I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved. I'm lifting me up too in the name of Jesus. And I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by misdealers, those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered in the name of Jesus. Yes. I'm lifting up children worldwide in the name of Jesus. Definitely. And I am lifting up all those that are filling in the gaps, standing in the breaches, those that are really um, doing their part to keep the body edified. Those, those that nobody know about. Those that's in the background. Those that don't complain. Those that stay on their knees. Those that nobody know about. Nobody really notices them. Even when they post stuff, they just do stuff just quiet. Just pleasant little everything. Just just quiet. Lifting those those parts of the body up in the name of Jesus. The, the heal. You know, the heal. Matter of fact, man, the heal is important because the heal is what stumps the enemy. And, and the heal is what he grabs at. So... Yeah, nobody thinks about those parts. Yeah, nobody thinks about, um, I was about to say the eyebrow, but no, nowadays that's popular. The back of the neck. The back of the neck. A lot of people may not think about the back of the neck unless they need a shape up or something, you know. But just those parts of the body that just, they like being in the background. They like being in the background. I'm lifting them up because they carry most of the burden. They do. They have to keep everybody else encouraged. They have to, they have, they see the need and they fill in gaps in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I pray that you purge me, cleanse me with his sap in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm lifting up those parts, those parts that are carrying a lot and may not ever express it and they may hold it too much in their heart. Have them to release it because it becomes a burden. But they're used to being burden bearers like you are. You are our burden bearer. But Lord, I'm praying for them. Those carrying families as in, um, the, in warfare, neighborhoods in warfare, countries, nations, around the world. Those that get names from you from the throne from around the world. And they're lifting up so many people. In so many ways, they're encouraging people. They're sending by whatever the case may be, Lord, I'm lifting them. You put them on my heart. So I'm lifting them up right now. And I pray two or three is touching and agreeing with me. And we're lifting up those parts that are in the background. But those parts that it's like a play. They make sure everything come together in the name of Jesus. I thank you for that, Lord God. I'm praying for those that's grieving and mourning over family members and that just came so i'm i'm lifting them up to right now in the name of jesus anybody grieving anybody just feeling some uh just experiencing somebody transitioning over jordan i'm praying for them right now in the name of jesus i'm praying for them in jesus name lord god and i'm praying for the speak life that somebody's mind is renewed somebody soul is renewed and somebody is reconciled back to you lord god somebody's walk is enhanced because of this speak life and 
edified, reproved, rebuked, exalted, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, even chastened if we have to be. Somebody see something, somebody see light in the name of Jesus. Somebody, it clicks for them. Somebody really stand back and examine or observe what they're doing and what those around them are doing. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your permission to even be here in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you full access, full reign. I acknowledge you in all that I do, but especially to speak life right now. Lord, I ask you to, to bind up everything in spiritual realms, Lord God. Do what you need to do. Pluck them out by the root, even within us. First, in Jesus' name, and I thank you, and I praise you, and I count it as done. Have your way, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Let no flesh speak. Let no of my own understanding come forth. Lord, teach us in this speak life. Speak to me, through me, and for me, in Jesus' name. Amen. And help, sir, too, in the name of Help, sir, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. So good afternoon, beloved, praying all is well. So what I came to talk about is the Judas connection. Yes, the Judas connection. So I was talking to the Lord. I was like, Lord, I don't have a word for speak life. Like, I don't know what's going on lately. I mean, but I don't have a word for speak life. And so I don't know. Uh, my mind went on to, to recent events um, that... Um, People around me are experiencing and so my mind went on on how we yoke ourselves and how we we come across different people paths and we we begin to uh mesh i was talking to a sister yesterday about this and i said to her um i don't really get into a lot of conversations with different people as far as males go, um, depending on, I, I mean, I can hold conversations, but when it gets past brotherhood, sisterhood, just friends or whatever the case may be, because um, I've learned, okay? So I don't have any more time to waste and I don't have time to waste somebody else's time. So I know now, I know now through trial and error, much trial and error that God have allotted and assigned everything for our lives. Okay, no, we bind this up. Um, somebody need this message right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to choke off of this message. We coming for the one, baby. Somebody is yoking themselves with somebody. And you really, you might have asked God about them, but you ain't wait for an answer. Or you, or you, you got your answer and you don't want to hear it. That's not the answer that you wanted. And Trust me, I've been there, done that, and all I kept getting through that time was Jonah, and um, yeah, uh, I've, I cried a lot. But through these things, I've learned, and now I am equipped for Speak Life to tell someone else. So I've often thought about um, Judas, like, because God sent them out two and two. The other Judas was walking with Judas. So, you know how sometimes we meet people many times, especially, I don't know, yeah, men too, but women especially, because see, women, our nature, especially women of color, okay, um, especially black, black women, black folk, we like to fix stuff. And we like to fix people. We like to fix fix our children. We like to fix things when we start a job. We like to fix the system. We like to fix stuff. We like to fix our husbands. We like to fix boyfriends to be husbands. And we like to fix other people's husbands to be our husbands. We like to fix stuff. And so we like to fix stuff. I mean, we, we fix stuff around the house. We, you know, see... I'm from, um, my family's from the South, okay? And uh, so this is how we speak, okay? And and I grew straight hood. So we like to fix dinner. We like to fix stuff, you know? Fix them curtains over there. Fix that bed, you know? So we like to fix stuff, okay? So, 
And the problem with fixing is um, that's God's job. Mm -hmm. So a lot of men can get discouraged with certain type of women, especially women. A lot You have to be a certain type of man to be with a woman that like to fix stuff. So you have to be a certain type of man to be with her. Um, yeah, either you got to be real stern, you got to be real soft, or you, you just got to to be a godly man to like just rebuke stuff in her and stuff. Because otherwise, she's going to drive you crazy. And otherwise, you're going to run and you might end up uh, bitter. But anyway, so, or you just get used to it because you was trained or raised by a mother that fixed stuff. Poor sons. So, um, and my poor daughter, Lord, have mercy. So we like to fix stuff. And like I said, the problem with that, when you meet Christ, you have to surrender. And one of the main issues with strong women is a lot of them don't like men being the head. So if you don't like a man being the head, you're already going to have an issue with God. You're going to have an issue with God because that's his order. That's his order. And then sometimes it's because of who we allow to choose us without hearing from God. So, you know, some men just like strong women. And usually many, not all the time, some, some men like it for all kind of crazy reasons. Some like to break down women, but... All kind of crazy reasons, you know. But some of them like it because they like the back seat. Some like the back seat. They do. So they like a woman that's in charge. Because they're out of order too. Because many times they was raised by a fixer-upper themselves. So they're used to a woman being in charge. They used to. We get into the Judas connection. So they're used to a woman being in charge. And so if she likes to be in charge and she's always taking charge... But she says she's a Christian. She's out of order. And she has not submitted to God. Because he is a male. Our father. He made them male and female. But he's a male. Our father. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the Holy Ghost Spirit. There's no she in that. No Sheena. No she roared. None of, none of that in that. Mm-mm. God don't need us to fix him, even though a lot of us try to fix God too, okay? So, I remember when I came into the faith, and the church, the ministry that God sent me to, um, those, the leadership men, you wasn't going to fix them. So, he put me in, in, in the church with male-dominant, strong leadership men. And so when you when you come out the world, straight out the world, and, and you're used to fixing stuff, and you're used to being the head of your house as the woman, and you're used to training your children, and you're used to making the decisions, and you're, you're not used to having a father type over you, or even a strong father type, because you might have a mother that fixes stuff. Or you came from a, a household where many of the women are not married because they're off fixers and they like to be in control and so they teach you to be in control they train you that way and they tell you don't let no man control you then when you come to Christ you need to be fixed and the process can be very long or never if you're not under the right teaching and and this is you know no disrespect to women leadership. However, if you have a house full, if you have a ministry full of strong women, you're out of order. Because what's going to happen is, and it, you know, and I have a, I have a thing about women empowering women. Where you get that power from? You can't empower me. You can encourage me. You can inspire me. But all power comes from God. You like to fix stuff. So you're empowering women 
to be powerful over who? Who is supposed to be powerful over? Now, I mean, if you train them to be strong prayer warriors or, or, or strong, because the elders is supposed to train the younger, but not empower her. We, we are supposed to train in the way that they should go under the authority of the Lord. And then when she becomes a wife, she has to understand the husband is the head. So a lot of us say, he ain't strong enough. Who picked him for you? Who did that? Who picked him? Who picked him for you? See, because Mary was found. Mary didn't find Joseph. Mary was found. <laughs> Man, if I would have got that concept a long time ago. Got that beaten a long time. Man, woo, where would I be right now? Mary was found. And she wasn't just found. She was found by a just man. He was justified by God. He was justified by God. Many of us are walking with Judas. And we don't know it. Now, the thing I found interesting when, um, and it's just not, it's not just um, women. Some of the men walk around with Bathsheba. One of my, one of my pastors, I remember years ago uh, when I started in the faith and this young sister, she, uh, I was, I was, you know, I, I came in as a fixer. So I was trying to help fix this sister, right? I was trying to help fix this sister. And so, I mean, but she scared me, see, because I wasn't spiritually where I am now. And even if I was, she still kind of scared me, right? Because she, you know, she, she, you know, her stuff was real. Her warfare was for real, for real. So I was trying to help fix this sister. And um, my pastor, while my pastor, no, it wasn't that, oh, it was a couple of sisters. It was a sister, the sister that he said this about was a sister we linked up because we started in our new membership classes together. And um, I brought her to where I used to serve. And my pa she had just loved this pastor. And this pastor said, listen, be careful her. She's a barracuda. I said, pastor, you can't say that. But I understood now because he could see in the spirit. You can see, I couldn't, you know, I knew, I mean, I was fresh. I was just as jacked up too. So still halfway jacked. So the thing is, when you can see in the spirit, the spirit, take heed. I'm not saying you're looking at, I just don't like them or something. No, you got to try the spirit. It's not about the flesh. God knows the heart. There is so many of us walking around with somebody else's spouse and can't figure out and we're actually married to the people. We are married to the people. And it's somebody else's spouse. Because we never asked God. We never asked God. Or we asked him, and he might have said, wait. And we waited a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Lord forbid we waited a year or two. But that wait might not have been wait until... Your change come, but it might have been wait because this is not your spouse. A lot of us are walking around with somebody. We are in adultery because we were somebody else's spouse. Not that the person is legally married. They're spiritually married. God has assigned them to somebody else. And we walking around. Listen, I didn't did it more than one time. So, and we're walking around with somebody else's spouse. House just bankrupt. But either they look good. Because did Judas look good? Was Judas fine? Who knows? Okay, because I know the enemy is beautiful. That's what God said. You know, your beauty. He's, that's what he said to the Prince of Tyres. Some of us walk around with the Prince of Tyres. Yeah, scared in your own house. I'm just... I'm just talking about you in love, but you scared. So, the thing is, right... Prince of Tyrus, Ezekiel 28. I'm, I'm, I'm here to try to help somebody right now. Because you know what? I didn't listen. So, 
And we can't always blame it on the other person. Let me tell you something. Don't get bitter. Get delivered. Okay? So we get into these relationships, and we walking our walk out with this person two and two. And we are yoked to Judas. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine what the other Judas thought about, like, how I get hooked up with this dude? Like, something ain't right with Judas. So, we are, we are yoked with Judas, or Judetta, um, and we're yoked. And, you know, the thing I found interesting is, is the Lord said, haven't I chosen you 12 with one of y'all the devil? You know what I find interesting? And God, I mean, before I really clicked on God, God gave me this revelation. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Nobody asked who Judas was. Now, the, at the end, when they at the table, they said, Lord, is it I? But nobody asked who Judas was. When he initially, because one of the first times he said was in John, John 6. Okay. I'm going to go back to the Prince of Tyrus. Y'all got to remind me. Okay. So if you remind me after you do, after you watch the replay, it's usually not funny. Anyway. But so in Judas, I mean, in Judas, in John 6, John 6 and 70, he says, um, oh, yeah, see? Now, when he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, this is the chapter of eat my flesh, drink my blood. So in verse 66 of John 6, ooh, that's scary. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. God is so funny. He put that in John 6, verse 66. Okay. I love the Lord. Then said Jesus, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, unto the 12, will you go away? Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered, Simon Peter, with revelation, he was getting revelation. Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Okay? And we believe, and we believe, and are sure that you are Christ, the word of God, the Lord Jesus, the son of God. Okay? The son of the living God. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you 12, and one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas Issachar, the son of Simon. So, uh, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the 12. Verse 1, chapter 7. After these things, Jesus walked into Galilee. For, or, or for he, Jesus, the word of God, would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. None of them asked, which one is the devil? I'm so sick of this shit. Donate me a cheer, somebody. You said you have not because you asked not. So, um, It's like none of them asked. None of them asked. Which one of them? Like if God said, there's a this chair? If God said there's a devil among you, None of us ain't going to ask. None of us ain't going to ask. So, okay. I'm just going. This is, you know, this is serious. So, it's like this. Okay. I'm going to confess. I have dated people and saw the spirit in them. Like, last time I was like, oh, Lord actually married him after seeing him but you know oh this is what i was gonna say okay i'm gonna go back so some of us know but we want what we want some people be like you did that and you still girl check your record and then and then you say something to me because we both walk around with a plane okay i'm just saying don't think i'm the only one walking around with a plane we both walk around so, and I mean, hey, Hosanna, I mean, Hosea, Hosea, can you imagine Hosea fighting over his wife, knowing she a harlot, 
His his children mother was a harlot. So is this thing, right? Sometimes God give us the answer. And we do it anyway. Because even men, there's men that are fixer uppers. You know that woman is not holy. And you the pastor and you the pastor. You know that woman is not holy. And you the worship leader. You know that woman ain't holy. She walking in church, everything just bouncing out. And then you are, you can't even fully bring forth the word because you sitting there lusting over your wife with the everything. You know that woman ain't holy. And so what you what you doing? I'm the head of the house. I can make her, I can sanctify my wife. Not when you knew she wasn't holy from the first place. You knew God didn't pick that. You want a trophy. And we got to give these things up because we we walking in the spirit. Now, I remember the same pastor um, at my found, my foundational church. Um, I remember when he preached about marrying on purpose. After that, people got married. But that's what, that's a marrying and baby church. I mean, they are fruitful and multiplying. And they, you know, they get married. So... I remember he did that, and probably some relationship broke up, too. But he said, no, you're marrying because of what you see or what you feel, but you got to marry on purpose because, and I so understand that now. Lord, Lord, I understand that now because one thing I've learned, if you are a man called by God, okay, if you're a man called by God, and you got a great call in your life, on your life. And you just pick a wife because she compliments the way you look. I'm telling you, because you're the head of that house, your warfare is probably tripled. Because, one, you're out of God's will. You're out of his will. And she doesn't glorify him. She don't glorify him. And she don't glorify your purpose. Another thing I've learned about this is things are the full, it doesn't, the full manifestation won't come because this person is not assigned to the assignment. So I've learned that. Women, when we allow the wrong man to pick us or, girl, I gotta find me a husband. <laughs> you already jacked up with that. Because... The thing is, and, and you could, oh, I'm going to find me a pastor, but he's not your husband. He probably ain't even your pastor. He's he's not the shepherd over you. You're not in that flock. You're, you're chasing the pastor. So, because many of us think the only holy man in church is the pastor. So, um, it's like, <laughs> oh, it seems like I feel somebody cut me up because I'm saying this. So, <clears throat> the thing is, if you're the woman with the call of your life, he's the head. And like I said a couple of speak lights ago, a sister told me I was unfair about who I did marry before because he wasn't equipped for the warfare that's over my life. But I was already yoked, even though she told me before I even got yoked. But that's a whole nother thing, right? And the thing is, oh, I thought I was yoked, okay? Because if God don't bring it together, it ain't going to come together. I don't care. You could jump upside down. You can cry to God. It's not coming out your nose. If he's, he's not, he's not going to bring it together. So your house, he's, that, that person, y'all both living single, talking about y'all married. Okay. That's my husband. That ain't your husband. That's like the woman of Samaria. That's somebody else's husband. That, that one ain't your husband either. He's, he's not your husband. And so the thing is, right, it seems like, the person is bad. The person isn't bad. Y'all made a bad choice. And God is not putting it together because he's not pleased with it. Okay? He's not pleased with it. If the man is not strong enough to cover you or the man is not your husband, one, the warfare comes to him. That's one. But if you are a fixer-upper, not only... Is he not covering you? You're out of order. 
And so the warfare is even stronger because now the enemy goes to fro seeking who he may. And now he knows he has permission because you're out of order. When we're out of order, he knows the law of God. He knows the law. He spoke the word to the word of God. He spoke the word. When he, tried, when he was tempting Jesus or attempting to tempt Jesus, he spoke what is written to what is written because Jesus came in the flesh. Jesus is the word of God. So the enemy spoke the word of God back to God. Like how when we pray the word back to God, that's what the enemy did. He spoke the word back to God. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, he knows the word. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. He shows us this in a couple. Wait a minute. Did I go before I, before I talk about, let me talk about his pretty stuff. Okay. And then, no, mm -mm, let me go to where I'm supposed to go because I'll be like, what was that? Here go the horn, trumpet. Where, where was I? What was I talking about? So in Jude, I'll come back to you, uh, uh, how, how Judas was. Flip right to it. Okay, Lord. So in Jude, in Jude, um, in Jude, okay. Yeah, yeah, Lord. Ooh. Okay. Um, Jude, Jude 4. Jude 4, verse 4, because there's only one chapter. So Jude verse 4. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to condemnation. Judas was already ordained. For, he's the son of perdition. So he was already ordained. First of all, he was ordained. Okay. He was anointed. But for perdition. My Lord. I never thought of love. Ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, perversion, and denying the only Lord God in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you know how is it? Do he do, is he a Christian? Girl, he go to church. You know, his mama go to church. His daddy the pastor. No, I I didn't ask you that. Okay, but it says he went to church with me. To see. Okay, but anyway, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this. And why I'm hearing somebody say, well, he got saved, not because of you. And what you got to go through before that? And going up to receive salvation is not outliving the life of salvation. There's a life of salvation. A lifestyle a practice of salvation. Okay. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, bondage, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate. Many of us are not keeping our first estate. We are willing to turn our back on God to be with whom we want to be with to go where we want to go, to have what we want to have. We are willing to turn many, many, not all, not we, not all of us, but many are willing to turn our, turn their back on God and leave their estate. That's what Esau showed us. Esau did not like his birthright. Many of us don't like our birthright. We know we're covered by the blood. We know that we're Christians. We know there's certain things. We are Christ-like. We are Christ-following. We know there's certain things we're not supposed to be doing, but we yoke ourselves with the world or people in the world or, or Christians that are not yet walking out salvation. And we're doing all these other things and we're preaching to them to get, cause we trying to fix them. So we preaching to them and that's not our job. It is not our job to get married, to preach to our husband or to, well, you the pastor, but even to preach to your wife. Because it's like she is your help meet. So yes, you educate your wife, but it's not to save. It's not to save her because only Jesus can save. Only Jesus saves. He's the only one. And see, the angels they kept not their first estate. Many of us, and and he tells us in the church of Ephesus, you have left your first love. So you're not keeping your first estate. 
You're not keeping it. You're not keeping your first estate. You're willing. You're willing to do it. You're willing to turn your back on what God has said to you, what he's shown you, what he's taught you, the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the blessings. You're willing to turn on the teaching, the doctrine, the, the revelation of Jesus Christ so you can have who you want to have. You can go what you where you want to go. You can do what you want to do. You can dress how you want to dress. You can whatever. Sleep around with people. You know, make this husband be your husband. Make this wife be your wife. And you turn your back on God because he has already predestinated everything that we need. Everything. Now, he, you might be Hosea. I got a brother named Hosea. He just, when God, I don't know what happened with that. But God told him his name was Hosea. And he he fight that too for now. He's like, no, Hosea had to marry her. I'm just saying he fight that too. But if that's what God has ordained for you, whether you run or you, you if, if God say you Hosea, you Hosea. See, and the thing is, you got to think spiritual. So if he's a pastor, if he's called to be a pastor, first of all, he's not going to get put, he's not going to get set by God until he stopped running and, and, and receive Christ, what God is saying. But if he is supposed to, if his life is called to be a pastor, his church is going to be horrid because that's who the bride is. Now it might, he might, God might show him an example of his natural life too. But the thing is that Hosea is, 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 is the bride, you know, she the wife. And, and, and God can save anybody. It just might not happen right away. But God can save anybody, right? So, it says to sanctify us with sanctify his wife. So, it says here, let me stop playing because Lord knows. Mm -mm. So, it said, and the angels would kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. Okay? He have, the Lord God has reserved into everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah, like people, God is good. He's so good. No, God, God don't hate, God don't hate the people. He hate the sin. And so if people think that they can be gay and just sleeping around with men, with man, women, with woman, and think they're not going to burn up, then why does Sodom and Gomorrah burn up? That's like God lying and God is not lying. So if we think we could just, as heterosexuals or or whatever God, uh, uh, God created them male and female. So if we think we could just go around and just sleep with everybody and then, you know, just die like that and think it's okay. Paul tells us, God told Paul to tell us, if it's better to marry than to burn. It's better to marry than to burn. But the problem is when you yoke yourself to Judas. Because guess what? Judas is going to put you on the cross. Judas is going to put you on the cross. If you're a Christ follower and, and you're a Christian and you yoke yourself to one of the Christians in the in the, oh, the church goers in the church and he has the spirit of Judah, Judas, well, Judah and Judah is the same. The church put, you, put, the church put Jesus on the cross. So the thing is, right? If you marry and yoke up with Judas and you are trying to walk out your call, you are the representation of Jesus and Judas is going to put you on the cross. So if you are dating a Judas and you sitting there like, you know, I really love him, but something just ain't, it's just not, you better let him go because guess what? One, God is not pleased. Okay. And two, it's like, if, if God, if you're his daughter, God has a just man for you, hopefully, because you could be like Abigail, but Abigail later on married the king. So, hey, you know, I'm just saying, I'm trying to think who had that wife, because Abigail always come to, who had that husband, Abigail, because she was, she was, you know, he was snarly. So, but I'm saying, but if you hook up with Judas and you're trying to walk this thing out. He's going to put you on the cross. He's going to be the reason why you go to Golgotha. Okay? And there's always going to be that non-connection thing. Like, dude, you're supposed to be a believer. Now leave the house. We're supposed to be praying together. We're supposed to be... That's how it's going to always be. Because Judas, he wants the money. Like, Judas wants the... He wants what come with Christianity. Like, he he, he wants the fame. He wants, he wants the money out the bag, man. He, that's what he wants. So you sitting there trying to preach to Judas, and Judas getting tired of you, and he going to people he about to 
put you on the cross. Do this. And it could be Judetta. Judetta gonna put you on the cross. Mm -hmm. If you the man and you with the spirit of Judas, she gonna put you on the cross. Yes, she gonna put you on the cross. Mm -hmm. Lord, sir, ooh, better off single. I'm, I'm trying to do the Paul thing right now. I'm just, I'm all right. <laughs> so all right. So it says, it says here, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, sexual immoral perversion, okay, and or immor Im immorality. So it's, well, okay, okay, and going after strange flesh, strange flesh, going after, that was Sodom and Gomorrah, um, are set forth for an example. They are our example. Going after strange uh, flesh. Suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Listen, that ain't worth it. And likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, authority. Fixer-uppers, we got to get this thing right. Because when we cannot surrender and submit to God, we despise authority. And nothing that defiles is going to get in the kingdom. Me being in control is not worth my eternal life. No, I surrender. I surrender. Lord, you 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 got Boaz. Because you know I didn't met Bobo a couple of times. So it's like, listen, I surrender, I submit to, to Boaz. I submit. If you placed him there, Lord, I submit. I submit now. I I, I just submit. Listen, Boaz, we got to get this thing right. Now you're the head of the house. Your prayer life ain't too strong, right? But you're a just man. So we, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. we just keep praying. And it's saying, you know, we're going to pray for prayer. <laughs> That's what we call fixer upper. So it says here, likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile, defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. These are, these are, uh, God said, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. These are people that God set in place. They set in place. And it says, yet Michael, this is the thing I was trying to get to. Yet Michael, the archangel, when it, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Why? Because he knows the law. The enemy knows. So when Moses was told to speak to the rock and he struck it, the enemy knew that was disobedience against God. This thing is serious. This thing is real. It says, yet Michael, the archangel, when contending, fighting with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him, dared not to bring against the devil a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. Why? Because then you take on the character. If you if you give a railing accusation, you take on the devil's character because he is the accuser of the brethren. One. And two, Michael understands authority, dignities, and dominions. Right? So you remember David said he will not touch Saul because Saul was anointed. Saul was anointed. So David didn't kick Saul out of the out of the throne. No, he didn't do that. He let God dismiss Saul because God put Saul there. And so if God does it, God has to release it. We can't release it. That's why he said when you marry, if if God have joined them together, let no man put asunder because only separation is through the Lord. If the Lord assigned you to a place, he has to release you from a place. And you remember like even with um, Esau, no, not Esau, Ishmael. Ishmael had to go because once God said, you know, once uh, Sarah's like, no, he won't share, even though Sarah caused it. But anyway, after Sarah's like, no, he's not going to share the inheritance. He's not the heir because they're teasing, you know, my son, uh, paraphrase. And so God said, listen to Sarah. He had to release Ishmael, but he had to release him with a blessing. He had to. And he and God had to tell him to do that. God had to do that. Just like the enemy, when he go, he must get permission. But God also said how far he can go. Okay, he's gonna take it all away. Like, 
going to take it all away. So he knows when we're in disobedience. He knows there's a breach in that hedge because there's a disobedience there. And he has the right to get permission. He goes seeking whom he may. May is a permission word. So when he sees it, because he says, uh, have you considered my servant? Job? No, you got to hedge all around him. God had to open that up. Because Job, listen to how he described Job. You know, how he describes Job. See, them fixer-uppers need a man like Job. Baby, if you don't sit down sounding like that, now I'm not going to curse God and die. Go sit down somewhere. See, that's how them fixer-uppers, they need to sound. And they like, I can't believe he told me that. Go sit down, okay? Because you about to, you you just so tired of him going through and your lifestyle that changed. Now you want him to curse God and die. And guess what? The only reason she wasn't touched is because she was connected to Job because that's his wife. So they're one. So mm -mm. the enemy, no. You can touch Job, but you can't. Mm -mm. The wife is one. So it says here, this is how God describes Job now. There was a man in the land of us. God is so funny. Okay. Whose name was Job. And that man was perfect, upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. So there was no breach. There was no breach. There was no breach in the hedge. There was no breach. So God had to open up because there was no breach around Job. Mm -mm. My Lord, that was a revelation. Okay. There was no breach around Job. Somebody just got a nugget with me. There was no breach around Job. The enemy knows. He knows. So when we walking with Judas, um, see the thing, the things. Let me come close. I'm not gonna tap the camera like the last time, but come close. When we walking with Judas, the enemy, the devil enters him, and then he go make that agreement. And anybody that represents Christ, he gonna put them. Whoever looking to kill you, get rid of you, he going to go to them, make that little cheap deal, and he going to put you on the cross. Whether you the wife or you the, I'm trying, hey, straight on the cross, got thrown under the bus, I don't know, you know. And, and, and I'm not trying to call, no, I'm not trying to call people Judas, but what I'm saying is, um, you know when the enemy come into your house, and um, they going to put you on the cross. And the thing is, God God already know they are signed. Because God God is like, wait, don't date that person. No, matter of fact, dating ain't even of God. Okay, because every person you date, you're cheating on your spouse. <laughs> if you're not dating the person that God has assigned for you, you are an adulteress. Because if God says... From your if if before you was in your mother womb, he already got a husband or a wife for you, and the person you sleeping with right now is not that assigned wife, whether y'all said I do or not, you're an adulteress or adulterer. God didn't assign that person to you. Yeah. God ain't that's not the assignment. That person can't even handle your assignment. Can't. Matter of fact, you're probably not even in your assignment fully because they're not assigned to that assignment. And God is not wasteful. We got to be good stewards. God is not wasteful. He's not. Oh, well, well, I'm this and I'm that. Yeah, but you don't know where you should be. If you're not in alignment with God, you're not in the place where you should be because that's that would make God a liar. So it's just like, okay, we jacked up, we die. But due to the fact that I was teaching, but I wasn't living it. God, you got to let me in because I was teaching. And he's like, I told you to be a doer. I help other people do. So it's, it's the same thing. I got married though, but I told you not to marry them. But I got married. No, you didn't. Not in my sight. I didn't ordain that. You did. And that's why... You got nails in your hand right now. Nails in your feet. Mark where you, the crown, because Judas put you on the cross. So, I came to talk about the Judas connection. And who are you really 
walking with. Did God assign that person? How do I supposed to know? Because you go to God. You go to Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. He's going to, he's going to give you an answer. He's going to give you an answer. Yay. Just like, uh, talk to God. You got to have a conversation. You, you, you're not even even the right relationship. You got to ask how you know. So it's the, it's the same thing with God. You just like, David did, do I go or do I forbear? And he's going to give you an answer. Jesus said, God said, Jesus answered, God answered and said, he's going to give you an answer. He's going to give you an answer. I don't know. Okay, that's your answer. Don't do nothing. Because you're not, you're not assured. We should be assured. That's what he said. You, you should be assured. That's what he said. I mean, I, I'm slow sometimes. I'm like, okay, wait. What, what? I'm just getting revelation on you. I'm like, what? wait. But on certain things, important things, now I've learned. Even back then, God talked to me. He was like, wait. I'm like, wait, okay. I'll do it tomorrow. And end up, see them, see them marks. I probably still got crown marks and nail marks in my hands. If I... The Judas connection. Y'all, you forgive me. It's. This is, I, I, I love learning. I do. I do. I do. And it seemed like I'm making life, but it's my life. I mean, it's just my life. I mean, I've been there, done that already. And so I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying, because you know, one thing, and I'm, I'm out of here, but one thing, we think we can do the wrong thing better than somebody else. Oh, that happened to you, but I ain't gonna happen to me. But you're doing the same thing. No, no, I ain't doing the same thing. Mm-mm. I ain't doing the same thing. Mm-mm. I ain't trying to fix him. He can stay the way he is. But did God say that's who you're supposed to be with? Well, I think it is. Okay. You're doing it different. You're right. Mm-hmm. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most blessed day. Forgive me. Forgive me. But I don't apologize. This is this is real, and we give the we give the enemy opportunity when there's breaches. You have a blessed day. Peace.